Time now for an extended version of Immigrant Stories. Melania Ulrich was born in Romania. Her parents were desperately poor and ended up sending her to an orphanage when she was a baby. When she was four and a half, she was adopted by Jill and Tom Zeman, who were in the U.S. Air Force at the time and stationed nearby. Here Melania talks about her earliest memories of the orphanage and her adoption. My name is Melania Olovic, but my original name is Melania Lordana Sautinu, um, and the country of origin is Romania. I came to the United States because I was adopted by an Air Force family, and uh, I got my citizenship when I was 10, and we were stationed in Wichita Falls, Texas, at the current time. So what's your earliest memory of, of the United States? I believe that was at age seven when um, we first moved to Wichita Falls. I thought, um, wow, it's hot. Of course, Texas is different from everywhere else, but um, I was like, wow, this place is pretty cool for, you know, being a country of so many people and so many different cultures, and you still have a unity, kind of, so... I didn't think that at that age, but I, I, I do now, so, yeah. What are, your, what are your earliest memories as a child? Uh, the orphanage that I was in. Um, poor living conditions. I always remembered having to uh, fight for my food. Um, no toy was mine. It was a group's. If you happened to get it first then you can play with it. But uh, as soon as you lose focus of your sight, of your toy, it gets taken away by some other kid. And the same with food. And, uh, yeah, um, the toilets were actually just holes in the wall, in the in the ground, so. And you just, if you were a boy, obviously you'd stand up. But girls had a harder time because they literally just had to squat. And uh, the bathing was awful. Um, They always bathed you with cold water. So when I got adopted, getting my first warm bath, I I freaked out, screamed, cried. I thought I was being tortured. (laughs) And uh, after like the third time or second time, I finally got realize that, hey, these baths are actually going to be warm. There's no such thing as a cold bath anymore. So I started enjoying it, and it's kind of how that happened. So you, there were never enough toys. Yep. So everybody had to fight for toys. Same with food. Um, There was about 70 kids in one room that slept together, you know. Um, Since I was a toddler, of course, I was three up until four and a half, I was in the uh, Romanian um, orphanage um, slash preschool. So what they had was like little, little toddler beds lined up on each wall, practically, and children just slept in there. Um, Of course, there was malnutrition issues, um, you know, 
Um, there is also the fact that um, nobody like paid attention to you, so you were really on your own and and self soothing and it's it's a lot harder for younger children like one year olds and two year olds they literally just sat in the crib and or stand up in the crib and just rocked themselves. Did you do that? I did, yes. And um, I had a long time to work on that, and I finally got over it when I was like 12. Really? So yeah. that you, there... There's still a little bit of a comfort issue, and I'm never really comfortable. Um, but it gets... It's gotten a lot better since I was adopted. I mean, if if I hadn't like gotten adopted, I'd probably be lying in some street in Romania, dead or something. How old were you when you were adopted? Four and a half. And we lived in uh, a whole bunch of places: uh, Germany, uh, Holland, um, Texas, Italy. Italy was my favorite. Um, we lived there for quite a while. That was really interesting. We lived there during the Kosovo War, so it was actually really interesting to constantly watch planes buzzing right over your head. So it was it was nerve-wracking, but it was also really cool for like all the children in the Air Force Base to see that. So... If you're just joining us, you're listening to an extended version of Immigrant Stories. I'm Walter Gallagher, and my guest today is Melania Ulrich, who's recalling the four years she spent as a child in a Romanian orphanage. Do you remember the leaving the orphanage? Do you, do you remember being adopted? Um, yes, I do. I remember um, it took a it was a twelve day process uh, for adoption. Um, both my parents, um, mainly my dad. Would uh, constantly going from go from Bucharest to uh, my hometown, Turner Severin, um, back and forth each day just to visit. And uh, my parents actually got really lucky with my adoption because normally it takes a lot longer. If you were lucky, if you got twelve days, and the adoption process was finalized on that twelfth day. Most of the time, it takes years and years. Why was it? Why was it easier for you? I I guess I'm just lucky. Actually, I kind of always have been. Um, but um, my sister was also in the orphanage at the time, so and she got adopted by another Air Force family, and she's currently in Boise, Idaho. And you have contact with her? Yes, I do. I got uh. I got reacquainted with her at age 13, and uh, I was really excited when I met her. Um, It's kind of hard for me because she has a lot of mental health issues, and, you know, I was expecting her to be more like me, but she was delayed. Um, She's really hyper. I really don't know how I can stand her, stand her for very long. Um, so it's hard hard to be around her because she, because she is so delayed, nervous, and mm, it's more of hyper 
actually. Huh. She's got ADD really oh, okay. bad and ADHD on top of that. And she's got schizophrenia, bipolar, huh. you name it, she's got it. How old, how old were you when you went to the orphanage? Um, well, actually, I was two. I stayed in the uh, hospital for a year because of uh, there was no room, no vacancy. And uh, they kept you in a hospital mm-hmm. for an entire year. So, at least there, I was taken care of. <laughs> it was. It was. I got a lot better um, care than any other kid who just got dropped off there um, into the orphanage, the infants' orphanage. So there's like one to two year olds and newborns, and then after that, you go to the preschool from three to seven, and then you go to the middle school and so on, and then that's kind of how it goes. Do you do you understand or know the circumstances for why you were in an orphanage? Um, yeah. The thing is, is my parents were both very, very poor. Um, they lived in their family. I have two older brothers, so they their family has... An eight by eight foot, um, kind of a shack actually, that all of them lived in, and it was uh, rented out by my uncle. And the thing is, is they literally had no room to put me in. And the same thing when my sister was born, it kind of just, kind of had some issues with finding a place, so they just put us up for adoption. My sister is uh, three years younger than me, so. Were you sent together, or did you go at different times? Were you sent together with your sister? No. We were were actually separated. We didn't even actually know we were related until the actual adoption of both of us. So when I got adopted, she got adopted like within two days after I got adopted so or something like that. I'm not really too sure on the details, but um, yeah, when she got adopted and I got adopted, we uh, her f- new family and my new family, uh, since they kind of knew each other, not really, but they knew that they were both Air Force families, so... And then they realized, oh my gosh, these two are related. So, If you're just joining us, you're listening to an extended version of Immigrant Stories. My name's Walter Gallagher, and my guest today is Melanie Ulrich, who is recalling the four years she spent as a child in a Romanian orphanage. So when you, were, when you left the hospital and went to the orphanage, how old were you? I was two when I moved to the orphanage, and I was... I finally got an opening in the um, infant orphanage. And when I, as soon as I turned three, that's when they transferred me into the preschool for three to seven-year-olds. So, so you said that uh, when you're in when when you're in the infant, that, that the beds are just lined up along the wall, and it's the same thing with toddlers. The uh, everything uh, from the preschool. You literally lived at that school because you're orphans, obviously, in the same setting. It was just lined up right after each other. There was like an entire room 
a rose of um, toddler beds slash beds if they were older. How many staff people were there? How many people were there to take care of you? Uh, five per 70. So 70 children. There were only like five people on staff. So there was nobody there to really hold you or comfort you? Uh, not only that, they were actually kind of abusive. So, really? um, yeah, a lot of, uh, there's suspicions, of course. I do have one memory of it, but um, some staff member who threw me down two stairs just literally shoved me off. I didn't break anything, but... Um, I wasn't even comforted after that. I just kind of got out of the way. So you had to take care of yourself. Basically, yeah, for the most part, Um, depending on who was available. See, there were only like three or four bad ones, bad staff people that I know of, maybe. Most of them were actually pretty nice. So there was about like, I'd say about like 30 staff members total that like shared shifts but and so five of those five of the 30 were people you had to watch out for yeah pretty much yeah for the most part they actually were really caring but there were four or five bad ones that just didn't didn't like children and uh, i don't know why (laughs) were angry and, and took it out on you well not only me other children there's a whole bunch of children that got abused or neglected or what else, you know. I mean, it's not really logical to put five staff members with the kids of 70 children. It's just they, they must have done something wrong. What, what, what did it sound like in there? Describe what it was like in that room. Really loud. Most of the bolder kids, like the older kids who are more used to it, were really loud. And, like, children like me were very quiet, calm, collected, but distant. So we kind of just stayed out of the way and tried not to get in the way of the big kids. So Were they abusive? Were they? No, it's just you really couldn't be heard if you did. So you just kind of, you know, it's more of that neglect kind of situation. You don't feel like you're being heard, so what's the point of talking if you can't be heard? Sounds like how some some people have described prison. Yeah. Stay it, out of the way. I Well, I've never been to prison, but I think it's actually worse. It's, you have... You have no self-identity in there, especially if you're young. If you're one of the younger kids, you have no say in anything. You know, you're constantly uh, having food taken away from you, so, by the older kids. I remember my first meal with my adoptive family. One piece of bread under one arm, another piece of bread under the other arm, one piece of bread in my hands and eating like a chipmunk because I was so worried that they were going to, that my new family was going to steal my food. So I was very defensive. I was in fight mode, you know. 
And that's how it was in the orphanage. You really had to fight for your food. A lot of kids had a lot of, you know, bruises and black eyes and ran into doors or pushed into doors, actually. That kind of thing. <laughs> it's kind of funny if you think about it. Yeah, not very. How did how did you stay uh, positive in that, or did you? Well, I thought of it as I'm going to get out of this place because I'm going to be adopted, hopefully. So you had faith that someone would come along. Yes, I did. Because, like I've said before, I'm lucky. <laughs> did you have friends in there? Did, did, were you I, able to f- I had like two or three friends, um, but not really close. You kind of develop a shield. You protect yourself over anything else. As soon as friendship comes along, you're skeptical. You're nervous. You're rigid. If you're just joining us, you're listening to an extended version of Immigrant Stories. I'm Walter Gallagher, and my guest today is Melania Ulrich, who's recalling the four years she spent as a child in a Romanian orphanage. I mean, it was a, it was a really difficult and often terrible experience. What do you think it gave you? What are the positive things that came out of it? Um, an understanding of how hard it is to get to the United States to want a better life. The American dream. Although it isn't paved with gold, we still like we still have a bright future ahead of us. So So did you know about this place before when when you were just a kid? You probably um, didn't know until you met your parents. Yeah, I didn't know until I met my parents. Do you um, have contact with your with your birth parents? Not currently. They are both uh, somewhere. They don't have phone. They're really poor. They're third world country. Of course, I probably wouldn't have contact with them. Would you like to meet them someday? Um, I've already met them, actually. I met them at age 13. Tell me about that. I didn't really feel part of them. It was, I was happy and, you know, up, up until I actually saw them and then I saw their living conditions and it just reconfirmed that, oh my gosh, I'm so lucky to be adopted. And then, you know, there was obviously the language barrier, so we had a translator with us and he was translating to and from um, my parents. Tell me the story of how you how you went there and what what was the circumstance? Um, Well, we were actually on our way to move to Colorado when this happened. Um, My father was getting out of the Air Force, my adoptive father, Um, and we were just going to say goodbye to Europe one last time before we moved to the United States permanently. And when I realized that we wouldn't be coming back, I I requested to both my parents, hey, I want to see my parents one more time before we leave. And they thought it was a great idea. So um, um, my mom, she was not looking well. Malnutrition can do horrible stuff to you if you let it um, happen for too long or if you can't control it. She had bug bites. At least I think they were. 
I'm actually now thinking it's more of celiac, actually. What is celiac? Celiac is a uh, allergy to wheat and gluten, which I have. I was wondering whether it was genetic or whether it was just because the orphanage fed me wheat before I was six months old. So. And your father? Um, my father just looked really drunk. Yeah, that's pretty much all I can say about that. It was not a pleasant meeting with him. It was more awkward than any situation you could ever be in. Hmm. I mean, here you see your biological parents, and yet you don't feel like you're even a part of them at all. You feel completely distant. And I didn't like that. Even though I knew it was for the best, I understood that, hey, I really am not part of them, mentally at least. I only share physical characteristics of their being, so, yeah. Did you you go to their house? Uh, Their shack? Yes, I did. (laughs) Um, That must have alarmed you to begin with, huh? Yes, I did. Um, At the time, uh, my brother Tony was there, Um, and he looks a lot like me, my gosh. Exactly like me, except in boy form. <laughs> um, he's got my belt. Um, he was very showboaty, you know? He just, like, stood right in front of the camera. Because my parents were filming, he was just, like, constantly trying to get their attention. Oh, my gosh, look at me, look at me. Uh-huh. Look at my hands. Probably needed attention, though, huh? Yeah, I, I, I guess so. It was kind of funny. When I did get to see them all, I was actually the tallest one there. I'm the tallest one in my biological family. Did you have any kind of exchange? Did they say anything to you, anything that you remember? Um, We're glad for you. At least that's what I got out of it. Is they seemed really happy that, you know, my life turned out well. And... uh All they did was wish for the best, you know? Yeah. At least, I don't, I really don't know, but that's what I got out of it. So my parents could probably say something different about it. Did they embrace you or was was there? Awkward hugs. Yeah. It was, it was more comforting than actually meeting them because by the time we left, it was more like we were closer, a little bit closer, so... It was still awkward, but it was at least more warming than before. Are you glad you did that? Um, Yes, actually, since my sister hasn't gotten to see them at all since, well, obviously since she was born. I tell her stories about our family. If you're just tuning in, my name is Walter Gallagher, and you're listening to an extended version of Immigrant Stories. My guest today is Melania Ulrich, who is recalling the four years she spent as a child in a Romanian orphanage. What's your first memories of your adoptive parents? Um, I remember everything that I was really thirsty. I was really hungry. I had an extended stomach. I had multiple intestinal infections, one after the other. 
I remember always being in pain, even when I was adopted. In pain, where were you? Where were you suffering pain? My stomach. Um, for like about two weeks after the adoption, it still was hurting, and we were still trying to figure out what's going on. So they did a whole bunch of medical testing on me. It was kind of funny because I was the size of a two-year-old at age four and a half. They they did a check to see if I was like had dwarfism or something, some form of dwarfism. And I was like, I remember being poked and, you know, probed, literally. (laughs) (laughs) I I did not like it. Um, I remember the little cabinet we had that we still have. We've had that cabinet like forever, but it has a mirror and I used to play with a comb in it and comb my hair and uh, and I remember singing, you know, I love you, I love you, I love you in the morning and in the afternoon, I love you in the evening and underneath the moon, oh, skittermarink a dink a dink skittermarink a do, I love you. And my mom sang that to me the first night I was adopted, but I just remember singing constantly i love you i love you because i didn't know any english that was melania ulrich melania now lives in glenwood springs with her husband and her young son she's working on a degree in psychology and plans to pursue a career in social services working with abused and neglected children to learn more about immigrant stories please go to our website kdnk.org. dot 